1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Away we go at 4 o'clock. Welcome back to Gwynn and Chris. Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Super Bowl losing Matt Scravey. (laughs) (laughs) Ah!
1: Was... Uncalled yes.
4: loser, yes. uncalled Super tour. Bowl loser. Yes, you
0: know I, I've been seeing the chat. There's Two been time. some people trying to get under my skin. It's not going to work. You know why? Because I enjoy my team in the Super Bowl, even if they lose.
4: I yeah. actually believe that today because unlike every other time, people are trying to get under your skin. You usually mention it during the break. You or do. You time. normally say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear you say anything about Not yet. it. So clearly, it's you've been good. You've been good. You you've got you've big been skin today. Yeah,
3: and I want to thank today. whoever this, this, this whoever hacked into my Twitter account last night and said that I was supporting Scraby And yeah, his that was uh, heartfelt loss. But, I thought but that again, was a little bit weird. But the blushy
0: emoji gave it away, Chris. The blushy emoji. I, don't even gave it. I was skeptical until, away.
4: until I saw
3: the blushy. Is emoji you're the your shirt. only one who uses that. You really are. Like in, my, in my life, worldwide. I've
0: yeah. I've sent it. To maybe like a friend as a joke, but yeah, I think you're the only
4: person that uses yeah. the blushy I didn't even know the blushy emoji existed until... That's, s- <laughs> that's, that's
3: my version of the smiley face, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, you can get qualified for a grand prize right now, a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. Two tickets to see Air Supply. They got a legacy spans decades. Air Supply continuing to captivate hearts. Now in their 45th anniversary year... The duo continues to play more than 130 shows a year worldwide. You can join us in celebrating their music and legacy May 31, June 1. That's 2024 at the Westgate International Theater. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Or you can uh, win a couple here today. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun. If uh, qualifying for a trip to Las Vegas isn't enough, we're also going to give you not just a qualification, you actually get these, two tickets to tomorrow night's Aztec basketball game against Colorado State. Big game at Viejas Arena. You'll get two tickets by winning today in Chris versus the Fans. You had one shot, one opportunity to
1: take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize.
3: Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3. The fan. All right. The rules. You
0: have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. Uh, We still have two lines open. So if you've never played, call right now and you can get through. Oh, they're all full. So there we go. (laughs) You won't even hear that until... Never mind. Um, If you're first time, let us know before the first question. You will get that first question for free today. Also, my, my brain is back, guys. It's better than it was after I ate the Thai
3: food last week. So
4: Yeah, you struggled after yeah. that Thai yeah. food. Yes, I did. By what, the way, somebody you still took it like a
3: champ, though. Somebody tweeted out over the weekend. Uh oh. What is it with Scraby every time he says first time, playa? Why does he think that's funny? I mean it's not. Tell him to stop. What is my he response doing? to you out there well, because Scraby and I and you and I say playa yeah. My response to that person out there is we already have a hater on this show. His name is Matt Scream. We don't, we need, don't another. need another. Uh by the way, that's been going on for literally long since time. we started. Oh, really? A long time. Yes. People have been complaining no, about the- No, 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 the our actual first act time. of doing P- it. Yeah. Yes, I know we've done it the whole time. And I so think just, it was by
0: mistake that please. Tony said it like that yeah. and it just became that. Yeah. yeah. Please yeah. stop hating. I didn't see that one, thankfully, or else I would have said something, something back. would have spiraled. Thank God. No, you I didn't would have said it. something back like, "Nice of you to tune into the show more than once every 5 generations."
4: I'm glad you saved that one. Right, yeah, because yeah. it wasn't a good comeback. <laughs> it wasn't a good one at all. All right. That's Let's it. go to our first contestant. Riley, welcome to the show. Happy Monday to
2: you. Hey, happy Monday, Tony. Here we go. First all question.
4: All right. Caitlin Clark plays for what women's college basketball team? The Iowa Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes. Nice job, nice job. Let's go to round number two, which is... I'll leave that alone. <laughs> what artist joined Usher at the halftime show yesterday to perform Turn Down for what? <laughs> Lil' John. There we go. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> So they've been doing some good ones. They had Eminem. They had Rihanna. They had Usher. You know, good stuff. I've already like called it. We should do Countdown on Friday. Top five halftime shows. Mm. It goes back to the 90s. I'm going go some... with
3: Up With People. You guys don't even know who
4: that is. missed what used to perform at halftime. A, 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 yeah, I missed a halftime show. I well, that's what say. used to
3: perform. That was the name of the group of people that used to come out and perform before huh. they started Before the cool in living, halftime Before In Living shows. Color
4: happened? And Correct. changed the whole way halftime there was shows the, were prepared. They were the
3: goofiest, saddest performing Troop of people you've ever seen. They were just <laughs> <laughs> vanilla and boring. That's why and... people were turning away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did our contestant get this one right? Did we... Yeah, yeah
4: he wears, we're He's, still good. Going he's on to to question number three. Here we go. Question number three Who has made the most field goals in Super Bowl history? Um, Adam Vinatieri.
3: Adam Vinatieri! Stay there. Mr. Stay Elmo, there.
4: Do you have an answer? No,
3: I would have had that answer. Stay there. That's who there. I would have gone with. I don't know. He had four yesterday. How about Harrison Butker? How
4: about Harrison Butker?
3: Really? Sorry. That is Surprised. the answer. Sorry,
4: Riley. Surprised Sorry, Riley. By that.
0: Yeah, Well, he made four he also, yesterday. He
4: also has the longest field goal in Super yes, Bowl history. Yes, your guy history. held the
3: record for about an hour,
0: Scrape. <laughs> yeah, my guy can make a 55-yarder or whatever, but can't make a PAT. He's uh, young.
4: He's young,
3: Scrape.
0: Yeah, he's a rookie. He, he He needs to figure it out.
3: Jeez, calm down, man. <laughs> he was a, he
0: was a drafted kicker. By the way, did you calm see the down,
3: one man. did you see the fifty seven yard field goal? They showed the replay of it. Yeah. 249er guys had their arms up and the ball went I right know. between them. I know, I know. I mean, they I missed know. it by a fraction of an inch. Yeah. He had, had to go low know. in order to get it that right. distance. He still had some,
4: some space between it, too. I know. He barely right. made it. Let's go to Nate. Welcome to the show, Nate. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing well, my man. Here we go. First question. Kyle Shanahan has been a coach in three Super Bowls. He lost two with the 49ers and one as an offensive coordinator with what team? Falcons. Falcons, he wow. said that with ease.
0: That was easy.
3: On the question number two. When it comes to blowing leads. Nobody doesn't quite like Kyle Shanahan. Well, quite like Mr. Shanahan. Yeah, that's right. You that's going to be, be a, that's going to be his legacy. Unfortunately, whether it's right, right or now wrong, it is. right now. That's what people are saying. He's going right to have to
4: coach is. a long t- coach like Andy Reid in order to change it.
0: Yeah. I, I have a feeling he's going to coach until he wins
4: like a couple of these. He better hope so. He better hope so. What game does the Kobe Bryant statue unveiled last week reflect? Game seven. Uh, Game seven. Stay there, Nate. Mr. Ello. Just in case this. Uh, The 81 point game. 81 pointer. Indeed. Sorry, Nate. Sorry, Nate. We'll move on to our next contestant, Jason. Welcome to the show. Come on down. How are you guys doing? Good, Jason. Good, good, good. Here we go. First question Steve Young former 49er quarterback is related to a historical figure.
1: Uh,
3: who is
4: Brigham, Brigham Young? <laughs> he is. Brigham he is. Young. He's, He's like the great, great, great,
3: great, 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 great grandson. That's him. We move to question <laughs> number two. <laughs> That's him.
4: <laughs> Newly signed Jerickson Profar calls what country home? Carosco. Say that one more time. Carrasco. I, Carrasco.
0: I'm going to give it to him. You're he giving knows him, him so. He
4: knows what... Well, Curacao, Carrasco, and yeah, say, I... All I'm saying is you can't get on me for saying Hungary. If... You, if, if we're not big playing. prize they at stake to today, Joe. is Carrasco is acceptable. Big prize well, today. was acceptable. So. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Put up a big and so was about Broadway it. Joe, by the way. <laughs> I, I just didn't check that one. I, I wasn't know. On that me. is true. Here we go. Question number three. There are three NFL coaches, NFL head coaches, that are 0-4 in Super Bowls. Name all three. This is a tough one. Uh, one of them is Marv Levy. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, the other one is, and
4: that's all I got, Marv Levy. That's all I <laughs> got. He said the other one is. The easy one. That's all I got. Stay there. Christopher for yeah. the steal.
3: What is it? Three coaches are 0-4? Three four? coaches,
4: NFL coaches are 0-4 in yeah. the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, Bud Grant's the second one.
4: Bud Grant?
3: Vikings. There's another one. There's another. Broncos lost five. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, they're three and five. Jeez. I but I don't that. know. They've been to the Super Bowl eight times? Yeah. Wow. Uh boy. I'm I'm blanking on this last one. Shanahan's only halfway there. He's got a couple to go. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I I I've got uh, who's the God? Denver had a different code, uh, Dan Reeves. No, that's all sorry, I'm saying. Sorry, <laughs> so you're not sorry. It to you? No,
0: because I was going to get a lot of hate on the chat. That was a lot of time. The
3: chat wins again. It was Dan Reeves. It was, it was indeed. Really? Dan yes. Long. Okay. Took too long. Took too the long. It's a win for you, Jason.
0: Jason, nice work, man. I know uh, I. <coughs> Excuse
3: me. Choked up. up. Yeah, because oh, of that's right. Eight. He coached the Falcons one time. Oh, I didn't it. know Damn. that Dan Reeves
0: was a Broncos coach.
4: Yes, he, was he was originally the Broncos. Yeah. Coach. Never had any idea.
3: Uh,
0: right.
4: Hang on the line, Jason. Mister Scraby will uh, get your info here on the other side. Speaking of uh, oh. halftime shows, I thought the halftime show was
3: you loved it, fan. Fantastic. Really? Oh, my God! was met gosh. with two thumbs down by my wife. I'm sorry to hear. I don't really <laughs> respect on such things. I am But I'm, sorry I'm going to, to you that. as a higher authority. I oh, just. Wow. This
4: is top three? You loved it. Top three of all time. Top wow. three of all time. Michael Jackson in 92. Uh, Purple Rain literally had rain Prince. coming down with Prince. And then this one.
0: Really? Up there. That's crazy. Rihanna
4: was up there, too.
0: I left the the house for a little bit and came back, and then it was like,
4: yeah, And I was like, oh, what, what am you, I missing? Brought you right back to your college. Oh time, yeah, didn't I was it? like, man, I feel like I'm <laughs> in a club right now, and I'm getting low somewhere.
3: What did you like about it, Tony Gwynn Jr.?
4: Everything, Everything. Just the whole
3: thing, the, the, the roller skating. The, was see, good.
4: the part of it is that I got to experience his show in Las Vegas, and there were a lot of similarities to that show, except he didn't get to actually do the songs as long because he only had the 13 minutes. Of uh, yes. of no of no commercial time But it was To me it's pretty phenomenal to get into All the outfits, To get into skates for crying out loud all Right, um, I like the, the The guests he had Little John he had Ludacris he had Alicia Keys who was the guy in the uh, Short shorts that Was Jermaine Dupree What <laughs> yes. I thought what that was he, he uh, the joke is I thought that was CeeLo Green <laughs> It could have passed at CeeLo Green People had a lot to say about Jermaine yes, outfit. Yes, they did. Yes, yes they did. But uh, yeah, I was I, I enjoyed that halftime show a lot, a lot. All right, it's up there.
3: High marks for Usher. High me. marks, Usher. I'm, I'm trying to read some reviews, but I'm not really seeing any. So.
4: I mean, all the things I saw this morning, everybody was, was pretty was thumbs up. Was thumbs up. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get to break. We got some more Gwyn and Chris coming your way. When we come back. What shall we talk about, gentlemen?
3: I don't know, but I should probably be the one to show us, throw us to. I should be the one that has to come up with that. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Because mm-hmm. I believe it's my turn. It is
4: indeed. We have
3: plenty no, of screen no, training
0: audio. We have, we have lots going on.
4: Yeah, big five
3: later on. Big five. Really? Yeah. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's find out which. We'll, we'll determine. We'll huddle up here Great. in the break. A lot of stuff, huh? And uh, we'll see what we come up with next.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: Training action underway out in Peoria. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Padres starting to file in. I saw Jake Cronenworth had his first day of camp today. He's a little early. Uh, Position players have a few more days, I believe, before they have to report. Uh, But. They'll start trickling in here, I'm sure. Not, most of the position players will, my guess is, will be there before. What do you
3: do if you uh, trickle deadline. in a few days early? Do you just go out and work out as if it's a normal thing? Or, I mean, do they have actual practices scheduled? They have workouts workout scheduled, but they okay. don't
4: necessarily have anything for the position players, right? So you're on your own schedule. You can go, there somebody there to, to kind of hit you some grounders if you need. or some flyers if you want it. Okay. It's all optional right now. Yes. So, uh, but you like to get in there a little bit earlier.
0: I saw Manny taking some soft grounders today.
4: Manny looked like he, uh, he's he been there for more than a couple of days, I think.
0: Has he been, like, rehabbing or something?
4: I'm assuming so. Um, certainly, he's at that point in his rehab where he's trying to get himself using this, what, about a month and a half before, a little less than that probably, before the season kicks off. And he's trying to be at least... As close as he can to at least DH for a little bit. So I, I assume he's probably getting some work in uh, from that standpoint.
3: Good weekend for your Lakers. It They was. pulled off a nice win
4: over New Orleans, I believe, Friday bounced, night. Bounced back after a tough one to uh,
3: Stupid Nuggets. Got beat by the Nugs. I heard uh, Tim Legler, who I, I don't know what this. He you know everything about the NBA. He kind of sounds like he does. But I like legs. You're not going to like this. Well, I, I know how he feels about the Lakers. No, oh, he said he, they have no shot
4: this year. That's what he said.
3: Yeah, he said they have no shot. He goes, last year was uh, just they took a rant. You know, the right circumstances played out. They beat up on some teams that weren't ready to be in the playoffs. He said, there's no way the Lakers are making another run like they made last year. I, I think he's going to end up wrong on this. I do. I didn't say, I, yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to end up wrong. I think
4: the Lakers. I think outside they are going to make a run. Outside of that Denver game, they've played. Pretty good basketball over the last five six games, and if they that is a trend that's going to continue, and that's the thing, they tend to get at five hundred, then they lose a couple, they work their way back up. They're two games over five hundred. They're about to play a soft spot in their schedule. They got Detroit up next, who's I believe eight and forty four something along those lines.
3: Exactly right, Tony. Very good. And
4: so uh, I think they have a. I think they can go on a run. We'll see. Certainly, it hasn't been unlike last year because Anthony Davis and LeBron James have been hurt or missed time. They've missed, I think, the fewest amount of games they've ever missed since joining the squad together. And they've been brilliant in the time. It's been the other pieces that um, they haven't uh, done much. Haven't
3: stepped up consistently. Now, they
4: signed uh, Spencer Dimwitty, uh, who was bought – I think he was cut after he was traded – and they signed uh, another L.A. guy back home. So we'll see how that goes. They get another guard to, to help out and
3: things. Legler's point is that they can't beat veteran teams like the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Suns, et cetera, in a playoff series. We'll I don't see. know that he's right. We'll see.
4: He, he's certainly right about Denver. I, Denver <laughs> I seems that, to have their they, number right no now. No matter how well the Lakers play, <sighs> yeah. Denver seems to figure out a way to beat. Now, Lakers have beat... The Clippers two out of three this year. They've beaten the Suns, I believe, a couple times. They've beaten the top teams in the West, both the the Timberwolves and the uh, Thunder. But in a seven-game series, remember, it's a little different. You're, you're, You're matched up against these teams. Where they can
3: And you're getting the Lakers in a seven playoff series where LeBron James is Uber focused and that it, is a pretty hard a, thing
4: to beat. It's a different ball game.
3: Yeah. I don't know where Legler I, I can see Legler saying I don't think the Lakers are gonna make a run, but he is pretty categorically just counting them out. And that seems to be a mistake. Just based on what I've seen from this LBJ guy who's not bad.
4: <laughs> no. He's not bad at all. No.
3: So we'll see.
4: Um, where else we got? Uh, UCLA hired a new head coach today. Uh, UCLA football, football, yes. What
3: about Chip Kelly? Chip Kelly, this Kelly's guy's
4: crazy. I saw, uh, um, or who was it? Plasky. I saw him, uh, right. He wrote an article about, um was it uh, Chip supportive? Wally. No, it was not supportive <laughs> didn't at think all. I did so. I don't think it would be. <laughs>
3: I didn't think it would be. I think he called him selfish, basically. i got to believe the UCLA people now think of Chip Kelly the way the holiday poll people uh-huh. here think of Chip Kelly. Kind of I mean, funny he just walks how that works. Out, walks out in a head coaching job to take an offensive coordinator job elsewhere. Yeah. Kirk so Kenny made some good points in my
0: text messages. What's
4: he, that?
0: Kirk Kenny yeah, made Kirk some good was, points? Kirk
4: was, uh, was, was the, the the Chip Kelly defender on Friday.
0: He was oh, defending I, him. He was. Huh? I
4: don't think he was defending
0: he him, was but defending let me find it real quick. Well, because the... he said um, Chip Kelly got out of Westwood before he was kicked out. As a coordinator, he doesn't have to deal with headaches that come as a uh, head coach. He also said they're going to get crushed in the NIL UCLA when they move to the Big Ten. So there's financial considerations too. Like they're not going to be able to compete with the Ohio State. Is
4: UCLA now going to just become uh, a school that is just going to be fodder,
3: like academic? Like is UCLA going to go into the Big Ten and just get squashed? That's what
4: that's what it sounds like. Interesting. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to envision a UCLA program. I can program. see them taking
3: a year or two to get their feet wet in the Big Ten, but can't see UCLA just getting crushed. Just, we'll see. He just I don't got know, Chip Kelly it. just doesn't. He see, seems like he's got about did, as much honor as my sleeve,
2: <laughs> which I don't know how much honor my sleeve has,
3: but it was the first thing that came to
4: mind. Did you did you see the weirdness on NFL uh, countdown? Like you know, as they get ready for the game. No, uh, you didn't didn't see this? No, no, no. So, uh, oh, my man. What's my man who breaks the, the news on, on the NFL? Oh, time? Schefter. Schefter. Uh, he breaks that Zimmerman, or excuse me, Zimmer is going to get the defensive coordinator job for the Cowboys. Right. Only um, the coach on the, on the show. He used to coach the Rex Jets. Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan. Oh, he
3: was. Rex oh, Ryan. did he find
4: out? Well, hold up. Rex Ryan is like. They flip, flip back to the panel, and Ricks Ryan goes, I'm not sure that that job is 100% done with. And he basically went into the fact that you know, he, was he in the was, running he's, he's in the running for it. Uh-oh. And so then a story came out earlier today that Zimmer wasn't indeed yet had the job. He didn't yet had the job.
3: So Adam Schefter was jumping the gun. He
4: was, but then as I got to work, Cowboys ended up hiring Zimmer as their defensive quarter, coordinator after the uncertainty. I mean, Rex awkward. Ryan,
3: Re- what is keeping Rex Ryan out? Is it I mean, he he, said he, I mean, is he being too honest as a studio guy to get hired again because he was a very successful coach. His I, Jets went to the championship 2 years in It sounds like
4: Rex is what's keeping him out in terms of he wants he only wants to get back in under the perfect okay. circumstances. Right. Cowboys at least in his mind was one of those circumstances? Yeah. It sounds like he lost out. I don't know on why they wouldn't.
3: I, I would choose him because he was a great defensive coordinator. Really great good. defensive coordinator. I mean, coordinator. look, you're in two AFC championship games in a row with Mark Sanchez. That's yeah. because and your that's defense with, was and, really good. And that's with him doing double duty. That's not him just focused on the yes. defense. He's a head coach at that point. I, I would take Rex Ryan, but yeah. I, I to me. He's been so honest as an NFL studio analyst, he's been very honest. that he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he has. He is a you know. So I mean, he's bull in a china shop. He's doing all, and it's. I think it's kind of costing him. Yeah, if he sure. wants to get back in,
4: no doubt. All right, let's get to break. scraby has got a big five. Andy Reid, is he the goat? We'll discuss on the other side. More Gwen and Chris.
3: Back on Gwen and Chris, where we're celebrating the Chiefs' victory over the 49ers yesterday. It's a celebration. In the Super Bowl, parties going on. Uh, Well, not everywhere. Two-thirds of the uh, YouTube viewing chat. We're celebrating the Chiefs' first seven possessions yesterday kicked one field goal. That's it. Last six possessions, three field goals, two touchdowns. And the only drive they got stopped on, the 49ers fumbled the punt. And well, they somebody, didn't really fumbled the punt, but all right, yes, You know what I mean. It was, Officially they called gave They gave it fumbled. up. They, they, they turned it over. Turned it over. They, they it did. Over. They did. Uh, Andy Reid has got to get some of that credit for yes. making the adjustments that great coaches make. I mean, there was a couple of times during that game yesterday where I thought, you know what? If Patrick Mahomes wins this one, it's going to really be something because they they couldn't move. For a whole two and a half quarters, nothing, interceptions, fumbles, and then all of a sudden they found the uh, they found the key to uh, what worked, and maybe Greenlaw going out had something to do with that. But Greenlaw went out in the first half, and after he went out, the Chiefs still didn't do anything for quite a while.
4: It was it, to me, it was the the patience to stay with the run. Cause it it loosened up the 49ers just enough right Pacheco did just enough to loosen them up and to start finding little cracks in in that zone slash man that they were running and you know when you it, it also helps as we said a number of times a day when you have number 15 on your team
3: doesn't hurt nope And uh, while Kyle Shanahan has to deal with the fact that he blew a 10-point lead and three three three-point leads in the fourth quarter, Andy Reid goes on to goatness. Or does he? Let's find out. After traffic, we'll get into today's big five.
2: We really need new phones.
1: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's
2: better over
1: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four
3: lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with
1: eligible trade-in when you switch.
0: Inside the Green Room with Danny Green is a podcast that takes you beyond the scoreboard. Join three-time NBA champion Danny Green for insight on the association that you won't hear anywhere else. Plus, get behind-the-scenes access to what life is like in the NBA. Follow Inside the Green Room with Danny Green in the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Danny Green, good player? Still? Pretty good. All right. Still? I don't think... Is he still playing?
3: I don't think he's playing. It makes it
0: sound like he's... Okay. Good shooter. Yeah, I dropped him in fantasy basketball one year, and I was made fun of because I overestimated how good I thought he was. So there you go. There you go. Number five. Do those people know you are a two-time fantasy champion? Uh, not Well, at the time, I was not a fantasy champion. <laughs> so I could not claim that whatsoever. All right. Uh, we are going to start talking about... The there it is. I'm just making sure I got my right audio. But here it is. Mike Schilt, the Padres manager, was asked a lot of questions yesterday, and one of them was about the possibility of newly acquired Woo Go being the team's closer. Here is what Mike Schilt said about that. Uh, listen, you know, I mean, he's going to get an opportunity. It's hard to evaluate that because we haven't seen him outside of video. Um, or, or, you know, game tape, but um, yeah, I mean, listen, we're going to go into spring training as a competition, and um, I can't rule it out, but it's hard to really um, give a detailed answer without really seeing him compete. Any
2: expectations of him?
0: Yeah, I expect him to come in. Again, we want to acclimate him, but like all of our guys, come in, um, throw strikes, compete, uh, and, you know, be able to do all the little things that it takes to win games, field your position, hold runners, Um, but, you know, this guy similar to Matsui, he's got high leverage um, experience, and that, that um, that's hard to
3: that's hard to mimic. So we're excited about
0: that. So that's that. what Mike Schultz said about Woosuck Go. Now I'm going to ask you guys a way-too-early question. And, Chris, you're up first. Way-too-early prediction. Who has the most Padres saves at the end of the season? Robert Suarez. Okay.
3: Gets the job, keeps the job. Okay. Uh, Matt Sui gets several because there's left-handed type situations for him. Go picks up a couple here and there when uh, guys are down for the day. All right. Tony, who has the most Padre saves at the end of the season?
4: Mr. Suarez has the uh, the lead in saves. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be close. Oh, okay. Not even close, he says. I mean, like, no, once once you settle on a guy, I mean, the only time the other guys get an opportunity is when he's down or hurt. Now... We do know that Mr. Suarez has not pitched a full season yet for the Padres. So it's not as though being hurt is out of the question. We certainly don't hope that. But, you know, it's certainly something the Padres have to prepare for. And I think they have with the, you know, crazy amount of relievers they have in the bullpen.
0: I uh, see you in the chat, EST3. I like it when people say, man, I, I should have bet so much more money on the Chiefs because I knew they were going to win. You knew it. Yeah. You should have bet that yeah, money. Me and Chris knew it, at least. You should have oh, bet yeah. that
3: money then. Yeah, 3 Everybody had that game completely figured out. Yes. We knew the Chiefs were going to win knew all it. the way until that last play of the game when they actually did. Please, Man,
0: that script is good. Number four. That's a good one. Let's Okay, Not so let's talk looks, about the football game. Not really the game, but the legacies that are going to come after these games. Let's say Andy Reid continues his path of winning Super Bowls and gets to the level of Bill Belichick. Belichick is kind of a rough around the edges guy, but it seems like Andy Reid is a lovable guy. Seems like he has a better disposition. Tony, could Andy Reid be the more remembered goat coach because he's more likable?
4: I mean, and it certainly helps. Um, I don't know if Bill Belichick is hated, though. I just think he's not cozy. If like, you
0: were to give people options of having a beer with Andy Reid and having a beer with Bill Belichick, you're I having a beer know. with Andy Reid.
4: I think I think there would be some people who
3: would definitely have I wouldn't a mind beer hanging with, with Belichick, Belichick. Belichick a little bit. I mean, if I go with Andy Reid, he's going to eat all the food. Oh, <laughs> that wow. That frustrates me. Wow. Belichick share the uh, sliders. Chick- cheeseburger slider. Have you seen those Andy Reid commercials? He's walking yes, his fingers he does. across, stealing he does. all of Patrick Mahomes' he, food. He, you're right. He does <laughs> make fun of his, himself. <laughs> <laughs> you're
4: not wrong there. Yeah. Uh, I I see your point though. Um, in terms of Andy being a more lovable, more likable coach. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's just his personality is a lot different. But I think Bill Belichick would still be pretty fun to have a beer with. He just you're not going at that point. He'll be loose to you asking like regular questions. He just has that stance with the media because he knows what's coming.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm I'm mixing up his media life yeah, with his I, real life. I just
4: think if you if if we had a if all three of us had a beer with, well, if I had a beer with Bill Belichick because you two me, I almost had a beer, you last two night. don't no, I'm drink. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I think he would be an interesting person to have a beer with for sure. I
0: mean, yeah, he would definitely be interesting. But if
4: you're asking me to pick, yeah, I probably would pick Andy Reid though.
0: Chris. Could Andy yes. Reid be the more remembered GOAT coach because he's more likable?
3: Uh, he could be, but I don't think he will be. I think Belichick's going to be the GOAT. I just think he kind of is the standard. I, You know, Andy Reid's going to be second to come along. That's true. It's interesting with Andy Reid, too. First 18 years as a coach, one NFC championship. End of story. Last five Two Super Bowls, two AFC championships. The whole narrative is completely changed. Wait, has he been a head coach for eight? Well, 20. he started in 1999. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think he missed a year or two here. Not too many. No, it looks like he coached every year.
4: So, no, I mean the head coach. Was he the head coach for 20? I think so.
3: I think started he with Philadelphia be, yeah. in 1999. I don't
0: think he took a step back when he left the Eagles. Yeah,
3: right on through. Yeah, I don't see him having any years. Anyway, but, I mean, he had three straight NFC Championship game losses. Then he lost the Super Bowl. Andy Reid was Kyle Shanahan before Kyle Shanahan. What was so. Bill
4: Belichick's run start?
3: Belichick had, Belichick had a couple of, you know, Well, he started again with Cleveland. Oh, you mean his overall head coach. That's what we're talking about, right? Let me see. Let me see. He won his first after how many seasons as a coach? Not that many. Uh, Six, it looks like. But five of those were with Cleveland. And only one winning season in his first five years with Cleveland. And then uh, one losing season in New England before he all of a sudden became Super Bowl champion. Man, just w-
0: looking at his little grid over here, it just has like first AFC East, first AFC East, first AFC East, just like through the entire thing. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty aware of that. Because my <laughs> club was not. The, the
3: Dolphins ledger says not first in the AFC East, not first. A in lot AFC of people, you know, not this, first and this in AFC. is where the
4: the 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 claim of a bad AFC East comes in. Yes, often.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Well, that, the that argument is terrible. So
3: bad. So bad. Yeah, we were we saw.
0: Uh just want everybody to remember Andy Reid was at one point got his career started with the 49ers. So,
4: there you go. Number 3. Now, oh, he's beating the 49ers per usual. He Bowl. has gone on to better bigger and better things including beating the 49ers. They're actually great Hall of
3: Fame coaches who did not have roots with the 49ers. I don't so know about that. possible. I'm yeah, not sure about that. Definitely Pretty possible. Sure about that.
0: Now, John Rahm is playing golf with Liv, and he is still trying to get used to that Live way of life, which includes lots of booze on the golf course and lots of noise. If you haven't watched these before, uh, there's a lot of loud music, and there's a lot of crowd noise. So over the weekend, John Rahm in Las Vegas had to ask the crowd many times throughout the round to calm down for his swing, and he did sound pretty frustrated. He actually ter- told people to turn on their phones on silent at one point. Um, so, Chris, do you think Liv will ultimately change their quote-unquote loud golf style because golfers don't like it?
3: I don't know. It sounds like John Rahm doesn't like it. Does all the
0: golfers not like it? I've, I've read some other others saying it's a little much, but... They
4: don't have the ability to say really forest, something.
3: Do we hear it? I mean, I I don't know that. Does anybody even know that? Live is has that rule.
4: I didn't until today.
3: Me neither. I I don't know. Live fans might. I if mean, Charlie were- Hoffman said it pretty well with us earlier. I and mean, he played in Phoenix this weekend where people were going crazy, and he said, "Look, I mean, we we got to love the fans. We got to figure out a you know best way to deal with that. I think Live will figure that out. They'll find a happy medium." Because I what what so, because what I mean you got to keep it down somewhat right you can't be screaming and go hollering and going well, these crazy people were, when these guys are in their backswing yeah these
0: people were right there around the tee box talking taking pictures playing
3: stuff on yeah. their phones and and I'm not saying it's right or wrong but I, I I'm going to say it's right or wrong I find it hard to believe that professional golfers I mean guys of this caliber and quality can't shake off just a tiny the tiniest bit of noise I and hit you. a shot I agree with you. I mean, remember I was joking that day when I was at Mission Bay and some guy honked his horn as yeah. I was in my back swing. Yeah, it was I mean, me, remember? It was you, right. But that's me. I still hit the ball. I mean I figured John Rom could still hit Did you hit it, it was, straight though? I don't I never hit it straight. So why <laughs> See, would that matter? So there's a difference I yeah. think there. I, I don't know. I'm just as long as people are going crazy, I think these golfers should be able to shake a little some of this off. That's what just you, my own opinion. What do you which think is Tony? Probably do you not think
0: shared by golfers? Liv will ultimately change their loud golf style because they don't like it.
4: No, Liv is like, bro. We gave you six hundred million to come over here. We're, yep. gonna, we're gonna need you just to strap in and get through this. <laughs> Deal get through this round, man. <laughs> strap in. <laughs> I'm just saying. We we gave you six hundred, so. You $600 know. million.
3: Dollars.
4: Maybe you should have took it to look at the rules before you signed that track for $600 uh, million.
3: Give every single person a million dollars, <laughs> and you'll have plenty left over, and I'm sure they'll be quiet.
4: Yeah, no, I, I think he's just going to have to wear it. There are certain parts of that
0: broadcast that I did like because I watched it on Saturday for like an hour, and it, the, the one part I can't wrap my head around, even though it's not that big of a deal, is that they all play and start at the same time on a different hole. And so it's not like there's tee times to wait for. And the leaders are the ones that go off last. So it's kind of it switches up the score a lot. And it's a little hard to follow. But I won't say it's awful.
3: You're anti-Liv.
0: I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of anti live. I'm, I'm, I'm no right one now. right now because. It's like you're a free agent. Yeah. Yeah, free agent. I'll
4: watch the Masters. I'll watch the U.S. Open. The I Open do, Championship. I don't know how to feel, honestly, about who I need to like more. I can't find Live so that's the first problem. Like I don't I can't so find it's on it. channel 9. I don't here.
3: even know when they have events. I know nothing that, about Liv. A, that is that's another the, thing that's a problem. That's the problem. Like I would probably watch
4: it if I knew w- where, where to was find and, it and yeah. when it was. Yeah.
0: All right. Number 2. The uh, Mets first baseman, Pete Alonso is set to hit free agency after this season, unless he and the Mets agree to a contract extension. Many have assumed an extension would get done, given the deep pockets of Mets owner Steve Cohen and how Alonso himself has publicly seemed pretty open to signing an extension. But New York Mets president of baseball operations, David Stearns, however, didn't appear to be optimistic about a possible extension today. He said, quote, Um, uh, about him hitting free agency, sorry. Quote, I think that's probably the most likely outcome. So it looks like Pete Alonso is going to be headed to free agency. I think he's a Boris guy, so we'll have to deal with that next next uh, offseason. But, Tony, where could you see Pete Alonso fitting around baseball?
4: Tampa. Hmm.
0: Didn't even think Miami. Tampa.
4: I mean, he's a Florida guy. Right? Ah. So I'm going to start there. I can see him as a cub. Um, I mean, the thing is, when you hit fifty home runs, you can pretty much go, you can fit anywhere.
0: But his personality is—it's a little different, it's interesting, awkward, <laughs> very neat very cruises. meatheadish. It seems like sometimes. Him and Bryson DeChambeau, I bet are <laughs> best friends. Um, speaking of live, we haven't talked about that guy in forever.
3: He went to live exactly.
0: Anyway,
4: um, I can see. I mean, he's he's a good good ball player. I can see him fitting really anywhere.
0: Chris, what do you think? Get
3: yeah, I mean, job. anywhere, anywhere, but a, you know, team that has a you know multi million dollar first baseman yeah. already, Freddie Freeman comes to. I mean, not going to so go there. Dod-
4: no Dodger, yeah, but
3: no Braves, I mean,
2: no Braves. Braves are
3: taken. I think the Padres doesn't. I don't think he'd want to come here. I don't know that I want him. He, he's just a little. Bit of a kook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would come here anyway. No, honestly, mean. seems like an East Coast guy. So i want going to stay on the East Coast with him. All right. Anyway,
0: number one. one, the final one.
3: After Doc Rivers
0: departed, the broadcasting desk to return to the sidelines as head coach of the Bucks. ESPN reportedly has found his replacement for announcing. According to Andrew Marchand of The Athletic, J.J. Redick will join Mike Breen and Doris Burke on ABC ESPN's NBA Finals broadcast team. This uh, J.J. Reddick's a 15-year NBA veteran. He began his podcast, The Old Man and the Three, while he was still Good playing. Podcast. And then he joined ESPN upon his retirement in September 2021. He began as an analyst on shows like First Take and then quickly went into calling NBA games. Chris, is J.J. Reddick the next big former player, now ba- broadcasting star? He
3: might be, but he better be careful because the last person who was that was Tony Romo. And it seems like all that guy does now is take grief. That's true. That and I don't true. really get it because I thought Romo yeah. was really good yesterday.
0: What do you think, Tony? About JJ Reddick? Is he the next big former player now, bra- broadcasting star? I
4: don't. I don't think so yet. Hmm. I, don't, I don't see it. Well, I mean, mean he, He's a, he's a really good broadcaster. I just don't see him. I take that back. I see him as the next stars. I just don't think he's there yet. Yeah. yeah. And he's about to move into that role because Doc Rivers has moved on to to be. So it was coach. a necessity they replaced. So they, they put were. So I, I. don't think he's necessarily ready yet, but I think he eventually he will be that. All right, that star. He's got some pipes too. He does. He's got a very deep he's voice. He's got. He's got pipes, and he's got the kind of dry sense of humor. He does that really fits well into that spot.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, that's it for the big five. We're gonna be heading to break here in just a second. Happy hour. Yeah. Can't
3: wait. Time for you to be happy finally, Scrabby. I've been dragging it off.
0: I think I've taken a little bit of the thunder of making fun of me because I'm handling it okay, but you guys still have an hour to get me angry, so
4: we'll see what we can do.
0: We'll also talk padre as we have some more spring training audio to bring everybody. That's next. 97.3 seven
1: the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.